0: You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. Episode number 1111. If you get overwhelmed by the mechanics, if you're like, oh my gosh, the paperwork and what's infill and what's schmilfill and this and how do I know if I've got a deal like this? No. Rewind it, okay? Find somebody with a problem, get the property under contract, find a buyer for that contract and make the spread. This is Todd Toback and welcome to the show. So today we are going to meet a gentleman who's been in the wholesaling business for one year, not even one full year, and is on track to do over $335,000. And real excited because Omar has done uh, not only traditional wholesale deals, but he also has some novation deals in the works. So real excited for today's guest. Omar, how are you doing, my man?
1: Thanks, Todd. I'm doing great. I can't believe I'm on this show. I manifested this thing about six months ago and boom, I'm here. Awesome. Well, you, you know, you, so you
0: manifested and then reached out and took action. <laughs> and so welcome. <laughs>
1: thank you. Thank you. It's,
0: so, it's Omar, how do you uh, pronounce your last name, by the way? Tenweer. Tenweer. All right. So, Omar, tell us a little bit about how you, obviously, everyone wants to hear how you're generating deals today. We're going to get to that in a second. But how did you? Get involved in real estate. What were you doing before you got in? if you had to summarize this in thirty seconds or less, Quick bullet points. And then what pushed you into real estate?
1: Great. Yeah. So Todd, typically my background is, you know, went to college, got my business degree, worked for a uh, corporate world for about a few years. It was great, but kind of realized it wasn't really for me. So I went out, ventured out on my own, started a couple of businesses, you know, failed in few, did really well in some, and then ended up. Owning a restaurant business, and that taught me a lot. Working for yourself and putting the time in, day in day out, and my brain was always thinking, "Man, there's got to be a better way." Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was a lot of downtimes during the restaurant business. So, I started reading a lot of content, podcasts. You know, listen to Robert Kiyosaki, and that just really opened something in my head. And you know, that really got me into the pursuit of learning real estate from a very different angle since last
0: so let me stop you so you're in the restaurant business obviously something's wrong because you know you're in there i think you said you were selling pizzas right so you're selling pizzas you're putting the pepperoni on the cheese (laughs) and you're like hey there's got to be more right you're reading you know rich dad poor dad what was that what was itching at you omar
1: You know, it's interesting, Todd, I've had during this time, I've had three, I'm blessed to have three beautiful kids. And every time, you know, I go to work and I'm like, I can't do this thing for too long. I go into, I had a, you know, hernia surgery and literally three days back, I'm in the restaurant. I'm grinding, and I'm thinking there's got to be an easier way to do this. And and I think that around that time I started learning about e-commerce, what e-commerce is, how fast you can scale a business, and you know you see a lot of people talking about their successes, and and you know that really got me to the pursuit of well, let me see how how complicated this thing is. So I educated myself first. You know, I went out learned what this thing is. And and I figured out, okay, well, I can maybe do this. But hey, Robert Kiyosaki is talking all about real estate. And one fact that I've learned is that there's more millionaires that come out of real estate than any other industry. So that was a very interesting fact. And you know, I'm a very kind of say I'd say contrarian mindset. So I didn't wanted to always buy a property with, you know, typical bank loan. And, And then I figured out, man, there's ways to make money. Like wholesaling is is really I mean, you've been doing it for for a very long time. So that really unlocked something in my head. And and I said, Well, that sounds easy. Like Lock up a deal at a, at a low price, go out and find a buyer, and boom, you take an assignment. And that's pretty straightforward. So that really was a turning point while I was in the restaurant industry that really kind of steered me to this direction.
0: So, Omar, now you're here, you know, you had the itch. You took action. Tell us how you did your first deal because you know everyone's got to have their pain, and you actually had a physical pain with your hernia, <laughs> oh. right? Oh, so that you know that was it, right? And you're like, I don't want to actually physically go into the restaurant. So tell us, you know, you decided what to do. How did you get that first
1: deal? Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting, and it goes against all the you know misconceptions that we have. A first deal, I never saw the house, never met the buyer. Never met the seller. To this date, I don't even know where this property is. Like, I know the address of it, but I've never been to this house. So, first thing, what I did was I networked. I networked like crazy. I met everybody I could. I made a list of people that, you know, there's newcomers in this city, there's new investors, new wholesalers. So, I went out, coffee, drinks, whatever that it takes for me to understand what their needs are. So, one thing I learned in real estate was, you know, try to solve somebody's problem and you'll get rewarded really well. So I go back and I and I network with this local wholesaler who's doing tremendously well and we're still doing deals together up to this date. So I met him and I said, Hey, you know what? I'm new to this business and I'm trying to connect, seeing if what kind of deals are out there. And, you know, he said, Well, you know what? I have something that I'm looking for a buyer on this currently. So I said, okay, let me see what I can do. I get the address. And then I had another gentleman that I go and I talked to him. I said, Hey, I have a deal to a partner. What do you think? And this guy said, Well, guess what? I think I have a buyer at this price. So we had a spread. It wasn't huge. Like I think we did about 20,000 on the first deal, but the most amazing part was that the speed was amazing. Within, a, I think about three to four days, we were able to assign that contract. So we had this deal locked in for 340. And it was a vacant property, had no locks on it. And it was great because you had no homeowner in the house. It's it's a lot easier for the buyers to go in, do the inspection whatnot. So the first gentleman, I said, okay, I might have a buyer. And they gave me their price. I added a little bit of the spread. And then I told the wholesaler on my end, and I said, hey, you know what? I have this property at this price. I would like to make about 10, 20 grand on this. And then we were pretty honest from day one. So he said, okay, you know what? Let's make 10 each. And I'm going to go out and I have a buyer, a cash buyer who will take it for 360. And it was an infill deal where it was a development play. So it was a lot easier. You know, the the buyer went in, they went in to see the house. I wasn't there. I just basically literally coordinated. The
0: so let me slow down. When you said infill, right? I know I'll just back up for a second. Infill means that you can actually just build another house fairly easily right
1: next to the existing house. Is that what you're saying? That's right. Okay. So infill is in Calgary. It's just a zone for duplex property, but currently it's just an old house. a Okay. In lot. Great.
0: Okay. Understood. So you basically wholesale this building opportunity, right? You had it under contract. You sold it. So what was the spread on this deal? Uh, 20,000, By the way, this is in Canada.
1: This is in Canada. So the mechanics are completely different,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but either way here's, you know, let me get back to that. That's a simplicity. Basically you found somebody who had a problem. Obviously you worked with another wholesaler. You networked there. You had it under contract. You basically moved the contract and you made a $20,000 spread simple as that. So I always tell people, look, if you get overwhelmed by the mechanics, if you're like, oh my gosh, the paperwork and what's infill and what's schmilfill and this, and how do I know if I've got a deal like this? No, rewind it. Okay. Find somebody with a problem, get the property under contract, find a buyer for that contract and make the spread.
1: (laughs) Great job, Omar. Awesome. That's right. That's right. And one thing I should add, I think one thing I really focused very initially on, and I think it goes out for a lot of a lot of people who are starting out, whether they're on the first deal or the second or third, is there's some technicality on, let's say, there's a lot of factors that we don't know. But what we know right ahead of us is, real estate is, I feel like it's a numbers game. You got to know at what price you can disposition it, or you can sell it. And then you work back your wholesale formula. And then you just got to know at what number you're going to be at, at the offer. So whether it's, it's through another wholesaler or you're direct with a seller, once you know that how to comp it, how to give an offer in today's market. And that's where you work on your spread. And really it just becomes a, a mathematical equation. So that's what I did. I didn't know how to go out and look for buyers. I didn't know go, how to go out and look for sellers. I just knew that this is the formula. This is the property. I have this guy who has this property. All I got to do is just fill in the gap here with a buyer. So I, I was blessed to to learn it from, you know, a lot of uh, different sources, YouTube, yourself, taught. I mean, It's amazing how many times I've seen your videos (laughs) over and over. So that really solidified in something in my head. And, and, you know, really that gave me the, you know, the courage to just go out and take an action. And I said, well, well, what's the worst could happen. Somebody could say, no, i was just. So did you find out what your buyer
0: would pay before you solidified that agreement with your seller? No. So the property was under a contract
1: prior for me to go out and look for a buyer. So it was already under a contract. Got it. That's Right.
0: Right. So one thing I'm going to tell people, because you said something that I coach a lot on, and you're saying, hey, it's a numbers game. Well, it is a numbers game, which is really, really important. But the other part of that, this is you cannot get stuck in the paralysis of analysis, right? Like, oh my gosh, what can I pay? Because I can tell you, I've been in this game since 2001, and people are like, "Comp my property. And by the way, I can pull comps, and I can pull an estimate of what we can pay. But I can tell you, I've never been exactly right on what a property have sold for, Right. If if I've actually stuck it out to the open market, right? If if I've sold it to a buyer and I gave them the price and they said, okay, obviously those prices matched. Right. But you got you have to get out there and make offers when you're meeting with sellers. Obviously, you found something that was already under contract, another wholesaler, and you sold it to Mm an end buyer. So while the numbers are important, right, you can't let them get you stuck because you don't know them. And so one of the things that I recommend is that everyone gets a good broker on their team, right? You don't have to pay them up front but they can really help you with values, right? And tell you what these those end buyers will pay. Okay. Awesome job. So you got that first check. You're excited. You've moved forward. Tell us a little bit about what your business looks like today. I mean, obviously you've generated you know almost 350 grand in revenue this year, which is pretty exciting. It sounds like all of your leads are generated from a very efficient source. So can you talk a
1: little bit about that? Sure, sure. So I think, Todd, I think I'm, I'm pretty blessed to get into this uh, e-commerce space before getting into real estate. Right. So I kind of had an understanding of how the digital marketing works. And when I got into, when I learned about real estate, I said, hey, how about I just add these two together? And then I had an answer for for that, which now we still run our lead generation through online. So that is primary source for us. I do good old bandit signs. We, we have done mailers. So there are some evergreen marketing campaigns that we run. And then we use um, technology. So we go out and do Google ads, Facebook paid ads, and you know we put list properties in the marketplace. And that's where the world is. And now what we're trying to do at this point is we're trying to set up systems so how fast we can get to the motivated sellers or the buyers. So that's where my business currently, right now, is we're tying up some processes around, you know, how we get the lead, how we furnish it, if it's a cold lead, how we turn it into warm. And if it's not warm or hot lead, we put it back onto a another channel where we're gonna touch base with them, let's say every once or twice a month. And again, I use a lot of your techniques to you know, squeeze those timelines. If somebody's saying, hey, they don't want to sell a property in a year, I try to squeeze it down to like three months. Okay, great. I understand you don't want to sell it, but what if I get back to you within a week or two? Is that fair? And usually that really works well. So I have a partner right now uh, that I work in tandem with. And one thing, another thing I realized is I can't do it all. I have to bring somebody who understand it the way I do it or do it better. And then we leverage off each other. So I have a partner, we do some of the uh, automation through uh, you know, online sources where we get the leads in. Currently I'm doing all the acquisition stuff and also disposition. So at the disposition side of things, I work with a lot of other wholesalers in, in the city and that's where, and it's been working great, but we're, we're looking to pivot that and, and try to do most of it in-house going right. forward.
0: Well, one of the things I would say is everybody's listening and I always try to squeeze our guests for the information, right? So there's, there's no hiding on this podcast, <laughs> but you mentioned that you're getting a lot of online leads through your website also, right? That's right. Right. That's right. And so, by the way, that's one of my favorite leads is getting leads through your website. They're the juiciest, fattest, easiest leads to convert. in. so I always highly recommend that. Something that you also mentioned was that you actually are just working on a novation deal, right? Where you actually are getting a property under contract. And selling it to a retail buyer, which I thought is really, really, really exciting. That's
1: right. I actually have two Novation deals okay. in, in, in pipeline.
0: So if you don't know Novation deal, if you're listening to this, that's where we get a property under contract. Instead of selling it to a cash buyer, we sell it to a retail buyer. The difference here is that you actually get the property under contract first with the seller, then you put the buyer and seller <clears> together. <throat> you step out, okay? And that transaction happens, but then you get paid the difference between your original agreement and what the new buyer and seller go for. So on those two deals, what do you expect those profits
1: to be, Omar? Uh, combined? Well, each. Or Okay. So my first deal, I'm expected to make about $65,000. And the other deal I have under contract, we are expected to make 30000 and now that I'm thinking, I have another deal that's going under uh, on the market in a couple of days. That one is the one with a very tight margin. And that one is expected to make about 40000 Okay. So now you're looking at about $140,000. That's right. Come
0: that's on. Awesome. Woo!
1: That's right. That's right.
0: <laughs> that yeah, is awesome. It's, it's amazing. So give me three tips, right? Someone who's listening to this, Three tips for, uh, it doesn't have to be three, it could be one between one and three of someone, the actions they need to take to propel themselves to success or get to the next level.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I can speak for myself and my experiences so far. And I think the top three things I can think of is network. Network with whether it's, like you said, brokers, agents, talk to as many people as possible. You don't know where you're going to find your next deal. It could be a neighbor. It could be a friend. It could be a wholesaler. It could be a multifamily uh, investor who has a lot of money and you're scared and you don't want to talk to them. You don't know what they're going to ask you. Just go out, go out for lunch, ask them questions, see where they're stuck in their business. And, and try to bring value where you can and see how that can help them and help you, of course. So, so network is always the, the first thing that comes to my mind. Secondly is educate. Learn what's working right now in this market. You know, I always like Wayne Gretzky's, um, you know, saying that like, go where the puck is going. Today doesn't matter. What matters is you know, what, where this is going to go in the next six months to a year. And if you position yourself... And that's the way I think in my business model is if I can position myself today to what's coming, I'm going to be like way ahead of my competition. So... Yeah, so I think the first one is to network. Second one is to you know to kind of really uh, educate yourself into what strategies and what tools you need in today's market to to get into real estate, whether it's a first deal or second or third deal. And the third one is is again going back to the first point that I talked about is know the numbers, know how to comp it, know what the comping criteria is, know what the buyers are willing to pay, and and sort of go backwards and work out the numbers. And if it doesn't work, move on to the next one really quick. Mm-hmm. This whole business I'm learning is as much as I don't like to say that, that everything is timing, but it is at the same time. It's about the timing, how fast you can get in. I mean, I've, I've had situations where I've lost a deal literally by like 30 minutes you know, I was 30 minutes too late calling the seller and they said, Oh no, I had somebody else called me. We actually signed the contract and it's gone. I'm like, could have done that. So, so I always say these three things, in my opinion, would be a good starting point for somebody who's starting out in in, in this business.
0: Awesome. Well, I'll add to that last part, because you mentioned timing, right? I don't like timing in that I don't like to have to rely on just being at the right place at the right time. So when you're consistently following up with your leads right you don't have to worry about timing because you're always there right that's one of the things i always tell my 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 clients is like don't rely on perfect timing because it's really hard to hit
1: <laughs> that's but, right um, that's right
0: omar great 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 show um totally inspired i mean from putting pepperonis on pizza to uh, <laughs> almost you know you're 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 trending towards a half million dollars here this is Fantastic. I know that your business is going to explode here in the next year and super excited for you. If you want to know more about Novation's, Brent Daniels and I have done a phenomenal training on Novation's. If you want to check that out, you can go to nolimitsrealestateinvesting.com forward slash DTR, com forward slash DTR. Omar, where can people get a hold of you? If they want a partner, if they want a JV, they want to do deals together, you're looking for a good team member. How could
1: they find you? So, I'm mainly on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, on Facebook, you can look it up Omar Tenweer, O M E R. And my last name is Tenweer, T A N W E E R. And on Instagram, my, uh, I think my name is OmarB.T. So, um, I'm basically, I live in these two platforms and uh, I do a lot of business through Facebook. So, feel free to reach out on Facebook.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, By the way, if you want to reach out, you're listening to this. uh, I am actually spending a lot of time in the Wholesaling Inc. Facebook group. So if you want to reach out to me, uh, you can always tag me, uh, look on Facebook, join the Wholesaling Inc. Facebook group on Facebook, and uh, I'd love to connect you there. You can also hit me up on um, Instagram or Facebook at Todd Toback, and I would love to hear from you. Let me know a question that you have. Let me know a topic that you'd love to hear about, a deal, a win, a struggle, and uh, I'd love to talk about it